0: part of the yeah. sport and i i do recognize it and everyone in my life that i you know whether it's work with you know co-workers or clients or family i've just made them aware i'm like this is the situation my brain doesn't work right now
1: Hi. Hello, hello.
2: How's everybody today? We're good.
1: I think yeah. we're
0: good. I'm post workout, so I'm I'm great. Oh, did feeling?
2: What did you train? Always legs.
0: <laughs> Me too. I, <laughs> I trained legs with
2: a touch
1: cool. of back and shoulders. <laughs> a little dabble. Um, did I, train I did not. I did not go to the gym, but I did go for a nice long walk in the forest nice. with my parents so that's nice. That counts. It's so, on any day that we have sunshine, you've got to get outside. I know, it's true.
2: Yeah, I just crushed my last leg workout in my favorite gym, literally ever, so Mm -hmm. I know, so I'm moving on Saturday, we're recording on Thursday, so yeah, crushed my last leg workout in that gym, just to put it in perspective. I think I might have told you guys but I'll tell the listeners that gym is 80,000 square feet thousand so cool. square feet it's nice. so crazy oh I love it there it's like wow. it's an old gold's gym so even Rob said that he trained there like 20 years ago and um mm-hmm. there's some big big old boys in there you know there's this one who literally looks like Jay Cutler <laughs> So huge, his calves are like the size of my fucking head, and he works out with this other old guy who, like, every day wears a crop top, and they're like, probably in their seventies. It's and sick. It's, they're oh, still stuck blank. in the early 80s style, I guess. I, I, yeah, I mean, I love it. <laughs> they wear like those big, like, almost parachute sweatpants, you know, and like. Oh, awesome. And I was training beside them the other day, and they were doing sets of a hundred bicep curls. And they're like, come on, let's go. And I was like, oh my God, this is sick. That's so cute. <laughs> I support that. I know, I loved it. So it was a little bit sad today, but I'll I'll train again tomorrow. Just one last time before I leave. <laughs>
1: yeah. So yeah, Ashley is moving. I'm moving oh. back to the island. Never thought I'd see the day. Neither did I. Either did I.
2: But home is where the heart is, I guess. So I might, I might get back there one day too. Who knows? (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, like I really, really, really love Kelowna and I loved the whole experience and I am really sad to leave because it definitely feels like home now. But when I went back to the Island for a visit, it was kind of like, like I just felt like I could take a deep breath and obviously that's my home as well. (laughs) So
1: yeah, Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of excited. Well, how long did you live there? Six years. Yeah. And how long were you in Kelowna this time? Like six months or something? About just that? about
2: six months. It'll be five and a half months. Because I'm oh, gonna okay. I'm gonna leave a little bit earlier than um how long my lease is. So Oh yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So mm-hmm. you're back to your old gym, the old stomping grounds. You know what? I don't think so. So oh. yeah, that was one reason that like the island was really frustrating for me was because of the gym scene and the fitness scene it was just non-existent and the gyms in my area were just not great like there's just mm-hmm. not good options for me um and then i was working at one so i didn't like want to train there all the time because i was working at it so um i think i'm gonna actually head to duncan and check out fitco which apparently is like hella old but it's got like a cool vibe i guess so I'm gonna check that out so I'll keep you guys I I
0: like those kind of gyms I've trained at a few over the years and sometimes the older
2: ones with the older equipment but they keep you know still keep it in good condition those are the best gyms they they motivate you differently yeah that's like this gym that I'm training at now in Kelowna it's like it's old but I love it everything's clanking around and like it's real
1: metal yeah Yeah. (laughs) there's no rubber in there at all oh that's a good feeling so do you remember i told you guys like just over a year ago that my gym got a bunch of new equipment and before that like i almost moved back to vancouver because i couldn't take it anymore
2: yeah <laughs> and you just got a, got a good vibe
1: bunch- yes and then a whole bunch of equipment got sold to my gym because this other gym somewhere down island like closed down So that was like the saving grace. And then they've been slowly painting and redoing floors and they redid the front entryway and they just redid the floors in the bathroom. So there's no more black and white checker floor. Um, But yeah. I recognized your gym. (laughs) The selfies with the black and white floor. (laughs) Yeah. The checkered floor with the one random red tile. Yeah. So anyway, (laughs) it's got a new floor. Anyway, it's just very slowly they've been upgrading and it's, it's just nice. It's nice to see like it still has that old gym feel, but you know, it's good.
2: Yeah, I have um a client that goes to that gym actually, and I see like her her stories and posts, and
1: yeah, yeah. it actually
2: has like a little. It's like a smaller little grunge vibe. Yeah, I you like guys
1: it. will have to come work out there sometime. Yeah, we will. Yeah, whenever, yeah, whenever you're on, on the island. are back on the island. Yeah. Right. Um. So today we have. That was a long ramble intro, but anyway, today we have something a little bit different.
2: We have a very, um, very,
1: very special guest today, <laughs> Gabrielle Follietta. Oh, oh me! This yeah. is news nice
0: to me, guys. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we just kind of thought we would interview each other um, a little bit and uh, and get to share like a little bit of our own stories, but Gabby had to really good shows this year and we touched on them um, I think in the last episode but we'd like to deep dive into her prep into her season um, you know how she prepared for it how the season went what was the approach and we've got a few questions lined up so yeah
2: yeah that was kind of one of the reasons one of the reasons why we decided to take a break I mean each one of us was kind of going through some life stuff but Gabby was very deep in prep so we haven't actually really gotten to chat about it so
1: mean mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah and this kind of made me do a little bit of thinking back looking at some photos cuz honestly our camera rolls are sometimes our best memory when we're in prep and our brains just turn off oh <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to chatting about it and
2: reflecting on it cuz yeah I haven't really done that with you guys yeah I'm excited and I feel like also too every time that we would talk about stuff Gabby was just so nice and would let Allison and I just gab 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 so then at the end we wouldn't have enough time for Gabby so this is all about you today
1: yeah Um, I don't even know what
0: you guys have for me so that's exciting
1: (laughs) all right well we're gonna start off and you can tell all the listeners um what you're Two shows were that you did and how long it's been since then yeah okay so this year we did a regional
0: a natural regional in Vancouver called then regional naturals super (laughs) straightforward (laughs) which was exactly four weeks before Canadian natural nationals so I did both of those shows and I think it was around a 20-week prep in total between when I started prep officially and then when I finished up at nationals Mm,
1: okay 20 weeks and And your first national competition that's right that's why it was a very exciting
0: year but 20 weeks is a long prep I I learned that
2: (laughs) and do you want to tell us where nationals was this year well yeah
0: so There's only a few national shows in Canada. Only one is on the West Coast where we live, Vancouver, uh, Pro Amateur and Pro Qualifier. So that was right a week after my show, but it is only an open show. So I did not do the open stream this year. I just decided to stick with the natural because I believed I could be maybe the most competitive in that. And then the natural national pro qualifier was in Toronto, which is about... A five six hour flight away from here.
2: Yeah, yeah, pretty big trip. And sorry, was that your first time traveling for a competition? Oh yeah,
0: (laughs) I think Alice and I. I think it was just Alice and I that did that episode about like traveling on prep. Yeah, I actually had to go back and listen because I got some really good tips from her. (laughs) So if you haven't listened to that one, check that one too.
1: (laughs) It is a good one. I've traveled a lot, so yeah. yeah. Um one thing that you did was you flew on a thursday and i remember specifically being like fly as early as you can do you think you should have flown wednesday after all
0: uh yes i probably would it just it wasn't really reasonable for my like budget and stuff given like the hotel pricing and just all of that stuff you already know prep is super expensive and um you know just I'd still feel like I'm coming out of my student days where I don't have like a lot of extra savings so was trying to like keep it kind of close on there but yeah absolutely I think if you can give yourself more time to adjust to whatever climate and the time zone it's very helpful mm-hmm. I would do that in the future
1: yeah but
0: like was it the reason that <sighs> I don't know if it made that much of a difference I was able to adjust um I felt okay on that front, but yeah, I think in the future, it's just always the best to do it. Yeah.
2: So overall, what would you say that your approach was in your off season leading up to this prep? And then why don't you go into your approach with this prep as well? Because Gabby coaches herself. So we get the real inside scoop.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is why. Okay. So I know my own body very well. I've been working out like training intentionally for almost, I think just over eight years. So that's kind of a long time. And I kind of know where I can push and where I can pull, especially yeah, through prep. Otherwise I wouldn't be able to bring myself to stage. Um, In off season, I have a very laid back, laid back approach probably compared to most competitors um, but I won't necessarily say that's me just going ham. I do intentionally eat. I do track most days, even if some of it is estimation. And honestly, the what drew me to the sport was training and my love for training. So I re- really push hard in the gym in off season. Like that's not something I feel I need to be motivated to do. I know I'm going to do it anyways. Um, but that all being said, I think I have pretty good genetics when it comes to eating because I can get away with eating a lot and not necessarily the cleanest foods and still look, I don't know, like I put on weight, but not too much weight, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like I'm not mad about holding all my fat in my glutes in the off season. Let's just say that.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Your glutes are off the charts.
0: (laughs) They are. Yeah. So I mean, currently, I've been working a lot more on hamstrings and other parts to kind of bring those up to match. But I also know a lot of it is body fat, which is why in prep, it's one of the hardest places for me to bring down and get that conditioning. But yeah, so in offseason, my past offseason, it was, it was really good in the sense of how hard I trained. I know I gave it my all and worked on a lot of the regions that I needed to bring up and make improvements in. But I did put on a little bit more body fat than maybe is the ideal for competitors. So therefore, longer prep, a lot longer time to take it off, and still didn't get quite to the conditioning I wanted. And then the other part, which you guys know and I've mentioned on here, is I did decide to do a breast reduction surgery at the beginning of this year. So Mm -hmm. I did have a few weeks, okay, I lied, like 12 weeks, (laughs) so three months off of training hard Mm -hmm. and that was in its own way a decision but also a a bit of a setback as anyone knows injury or intentional surgery can do that and I think it's a good time to mention too it's not like when you get breast implants or something and you can still train lower body breast reduction they have to um, burn like cauterize the tissue and so you actually can't get your heart rate up past 100 so you can't push hard. You can't even just train lower body because your heart rate gets up so much. So, I had to really rest and that was the yeah. most difficult thing.
2: How long was Yeah, how long was it until you were actually just in the gym, not like tr- pushing hard but just in general? I I started working as a personal
0: trainer again in mid-February, so like I think it was six weeks after my surgery and then, yeah, kind of started training around eight weeks and and like finally started pushing it around 12 weeks. So yeah, I would officially call my the beginning of my
1: prep um, like the beginning of March. Mm -hmm. But I remember you saying before you got your breast reduction surgery, like for the couple months leading up to it, like you were training very intentionally knowing you had to put on as much muscle as possible Mm -hmm. that. like because you knew prep was coming the moment you recovered from your um surgery so like you were quite intentional with your whole year before your I show feel i was like, because yeah. even
0: in 2022 i was attempting a prep but um for lots of reasons it didn't end up going through which mm-hmm. i think was for the best i'm not mad about that part but um yeah ever since when i decided to bow out of my 2022 prep in like august I was really training intentionally. I knew I had a better idea of where I needed to put more size on, which I think is it's good sometimes, even if you don't get to stage just doing a bit of a cut and seeing where you're at is, it can be beneficial.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um. And then, so when you recovered from your surgery, how many months you had 20 weeks from then basically until.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think it, yeah. if I count back, it's about 20 weeks. I would say 16 weeks were on point and the first month was I don't know you guys have talked about it as well but like it's almost like that pre-prep where you're getting yourself yeah. into the routine of prepping again because I know there were a couple weekends where I still had like a free meal without really caring and like so I wouldn't call it officially prep but it was like pre-prep yeah. for sure. Starting
1: prep is yeah. always it is and i always like to say that people should people should do like a countdown to prep like um four weeks till prep three weeks till prep two weeks till prep and it it, that is when you can have those little oh like i'm gonna be on point all week but i'm still gonna go have my cheat meal Mm -hmm. and kind of get a few cheat meals out of your system but like really throughout the week you're like getting yourself on point so yeah we all know that uh,
0: yeah. And I think there are some really solid competitors that actually are bodybuilders year round, like day in, day out, pepperware, everything's tracked, don't have much eating outside or other like cooking for themselves. Like they're just happy to do the whole yeah. prep thing year round. But that isn't me. And I fully can admit that. Like I love food, I love spice, I love cooking it and just eating it and enjoying it so I'm there's no way I'm ever going to be the kind of competitor that's year-round on point but that's where that pre-prep is super important for me and just recognizing yeah. okay these are this is what it's like to have to really prep your meals ahead of time you can't just be like ah, oh, screw it I guess we'll just have some chicken tenders or something right yeah I love and- to always go
1: back to chicken tenders sorry guys I'm- always chicken no. But what about your approach to the actual prep like mm-hmm. itself, like what may, what was different this year with your prep than any other year? Oh, so many things that you know. Yeah. Um, so my last full prep that I went through
0: with was 2021 Van Isle Showdown. And that I chose to do that show because it was COVID and there were not that many shows. And I'm glad that one went through, but that prep was very much like, a more lax approach i want to say i didn't really realize how how hard i should push where i needed to get down to like in terms of conditioning before trying to fill up i let a lot of stressors get to me there was just so many parts of that prep that it didn't come out the way i envisioned it and i knew that this time had to be different that um the cardio was going to be harder <laughs> more intentional more intense didn't need to be longer necessarily but every second I was on you know the stairs or walking up hills had to be pushing it not just I'm going through the motions and I really felt that this prep um, I felt the difference in my brain I never had prep brain like I did this prep and I truly apologize to anyone who had to listen to me <laughs> like <laughs> June July it was not good guys <laughs> it was it was all right (laughs) it's okay you guys had a good laugh I'm sure (laughs) but yeah I I saw myself I think for for myself I always the first 10 pounds are pretty easy like you can get through those and then there's the next 10 which were really really tough and I did have about 25 pounds to drop so yeah that was that was hard and then I guess another thing I should mention too, was I I was intending to do a show that was two weeks later. That was the whole idea to do Alberta Summer Naturals for many reasons. Part Part of the reason is because I want to volunteer for the local shows here, and I enjoy doing that for, you know, the show promoters and I have a lot of fun. And it would have given me two more weeks more time that I knew I needed to get down to the level of leanness that was going to be competitive. But um, on June 2nd, my mom had a really bad heart attack and that just threw me off remembering how, you know, Mm -hmm. life is fleeting and that I, you know, she's okay. And I, I think I've maybe chatted about that too, but she, you know, recovered and made it through, even though it was a really, really serious one, but it just made me feel how, if I'm going to step on stage and do this thing that I love that I want my parents to be able to be there and see it and that was the deciding factor I said okay we're going to do a show two weeks early I know I'm not going to be ready but I'm going to bring my best on that day and I really feel glad that I did that
1: and you yeah and that was your regional show for this year the first one it was yeah. yeah so I was yeah totally gonna do something a little bit
0: later because I needed the time to get ready but I'm really grateful I pushed from that day till it was about a month out to uh, Van Regional so I'm really glad I did that show but it was a tough it was a tough one because I had a number of pounds to lose.
2: Um, <laughs> If you feel comfortable telling us what was your stage weight this year compared to yeah. like last preps? You know it wasn't
0: too different um so my when I stepped on stage at regionals I was around 135 and then at nationals sorry 135 was my fasted like morning show day weight so I was probably around 140 on stage maybe 141 and then at nationals when I cut down a little bit more I was 130 fasted and then about 135 on sh- on stage
2: wow so, that's a big difference it was a big difference
0: Yeah. And I knew I needed it too. I could have even been down a little bit leaner, but I know you guys understand. And when you coach yourself, like, or when you have a coach, you really trust their judgment when they're pushing you harder, when they're pulling back and saying, look, you need to rest, you need to refeed. And I don't fully know how to do that for myself as much as I was able to bring myself to some amazing places, but I have a lot of knowledge that I can still gain. So yeah, I didn't realize that I, I could have even been pushing more
1: it hurts so much sometimes how lean you have to get like it hurts you know
0: and if your body doesn't want to drop it evenly like my upper body and core gets so shredded naturally and then or not my whole upper body but like a lot of it compared and then my legs take forever and it's just yeah it's it makes it difficult i feel the struggle there with that one yeah. I wish you could just point and be like, fat, go here.
2: Oh, wouldn't that be so nice. Be so great, but yeah. not, not the case. Um. So overall, what would you say that was like the biggest like learning thing throughout this prep?
1: Mm.
0: So I think my biggest, and this might sound really obvious, but I think I need a coach if I'm going to that next level. Um And and it's not because I don't think I could learn. I think I could learn all of the things I need to peak myself. But uh, like I said, I have really good genetics where in in um, off season, I can eat a lot and not gain on a lot of body fat. And I'm also thinking that if I have a coach who knows my body, that maybe there are some times where I pushed myself too much that they could actually tell me, look, you need a refeed now. Because I was really scared to give myself some refeeds or you know, diet breaks or all of those things that are necessary to improve you. Um, but I wasn't as scared to push myself and run myself into the ground. And that also is important at some part of prep, but I don't know if I just did that too much. So I do want to have that trusted relationship with someone who could either learn my body, tell me when I can really eat more and fill myself up and recover or tell me when to push harder. So yeah, that's the biggest takeaway for myself. Um, and then the other one, I guess, is know which where the location you're going to compete at and try and understand a little bit about the location. And what I mean by that is my first show, my regionals, it was super hot backstage. Like Alice and you were there. It was sweaty. What?
1: Peter was it again?
0: Um, in Abbotsford, like where Van Pro is. Do you remember? Like the athletes backstage, it's just like, there was no air conditioning and it's all like the middle of July. It was like 30 degrees outside. It was so disgusting. My tan was melting. My makeup was melting. And it was like, that's something that I wish I, you know, kind of knew going ahead into the show is how to prepare for that stuff. And then four weeks later, my nationals was completely the opposite experience where I, it was so air conditioned in the. Uh, conference center that I was freezing. I couldn't get warm. I couldn't get a pump. And I definitely didn't have enough food backstage where I was. So, yeah, try and learn a little bit about the venue. It can be something like how the lighting is, how if there's carpet on stage versus like a hardwood floor, like all of those things yeah. really matter, I think.
1: And if you don't know, like prepare for all of it. Bring yes. a suit with a blanket, bring a mini fan. Like, even a handheld one from the dollar store or something, you know? Oh,
0: I really wish I did. Like, my poor yeah. makeup, I was
2: like, no,
1: I'm melting. Oh, it looks good. So oh, no.
2: You mentioned yeah. a couple times, Gabby, that maybe you were feeling that you pushed it too hard at a couple times. Like, what do you mean when you say that? So,
0: what I mean is, I, I never had my my brain feel so depleted. And I know that's a part of PrEP. But I also was just wondering, is there just just knowing my body, how much I can actually tolerate when it comes to eating? I don't know if I'm not one of those girls that can eat 3000 calories leading up to a show. Do you know what I mean? There are girls out there that can have a lot higher calories and their metabolism is actually good. But I never, I was too scared to experiment with that in myself to have those like higher days and see what happens.
1: So I, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I just was going to say, like, I do have a comment on that and I would give the same feedback to my own clients is your prep was 20 weeks from beginning to the end of your second show. And the first four weeks were um, kind of like a pre, like a prep prep, like prep for prep. I would say, like, give yourself longer, give yourself 20 weeks to the first show. And it because... You have so much more time for refeeds, Mm -hmm. for actual diet breaks. Like it really changes the game when you can say like, wow, you're really run down right now. You know what? I want you to do like four high days in a row Mm -hmm. and, and take a break from cardio. And you're, you know, like I do that with some of my clients and they just are fully like rested and recovered. And then you learn too from that. So like, I guess that's an observation I had watching your prep. Um, Because I respect that yeah then you can see so much better um like what more time can do like you get to experiment with food that way too
0: yeah and that's just something that when you coach yourself you're it's really scary to do that it already felt like an eternity to be in prep yeah but i also think is it feeling like an eternity because i didn't give myself more time like you said and then have those diet breaks and refeeds and everything because i know There are other competitors that, you know, their preps might be longer, but they've got that connection with their coach. They know that they can have some higher days and have some cardio rest days and they, you know, they do great. Their brains are fine. They're able to do all their work and function how, I mean, still a competitor functions, but at least function.
2: I mean, I I will say like, I've never coached myself. I've only had a coach and I think you'll feel fucked up no matter what. (laughs) You're gonna be fucked up. It's but part. So it it's brain. part of it. Like it's part of yeah. the sport. And I I do
0: recognize it. And everyone in my life that I, you know, whether it's work with, you know, coworkers or clients or family, I've just made them aware. I'm like, this is the situation. My brain doesn't work right now. Yeah. This is part of it. And I'm choosing it. I know I am. But I'm just so curious because of this whole thing. It's like a big experiment to me. I want to find out what is my body's like what are my actual natural limits I don't even think I've come close to that yet so I'm excited to see what that what
1: I could do with a coach that's what always kept me like stuck with the natural path because I'm like I know I haven't tapped into it all yet like every time you think that you've pushed as hard as you can like you're not even close and that's the hard thing um about bodybuilding Mm -hmm. but there's always like another level to get to and so
2: yeah I think like being aware of that though and like knowing what you need to do in order to see your potential your full potential and like Gabby you're saying that you feel that you need a coach to help you with that Mm -hmm. being self-aware enough to recognize that and not having such a big ego being like I know everything because I've done it is really big and I'm really excited for you because I think that you have like you're an amazing competitor and you have an amazing physique and shape but I I personally agree I feel like you have so much untapped potential and I'm so excited to see like,
1: yeah, it's cool happen. thanks yeah. guys cool. yeah I,
2: I'm excited for it
0: too I really I really know it's the right time I'm I'm mm-hmm. glad I always wanted to try and bring myself to at least one national show and just shoot my shot just see oh yeah what the heck how how it all runs like what's about this whole national thing and you know I learned a lot like that even if I wasn't at my possible best, like I had a feeling I wasn't in that top contender this time, but I learned all about all the things how national shows work. Like, oh, they're probably three hours behind. Like, maybe yeah. don't reserve at a nice restaurant after because it's gonna be two a.m. by the time you're done.
2: Oh my God, yeah, yeah. And
0: and all and the reminder, chaos
1: and reminder that you did this all on your own and you got second place in a big national show that's amazing
0: that's the thing like i i guess there's some part of it where people look if they just look at placings and physique they'll be like oh you're doing well like you don't need a coach but when you know how much more you could do it's like no i i think it's time i'm very i'm very thankful for the experience but i'm ready to let someone take the reins
2: There's also too like you place second at the national show correct right yeah. So like, just imagine if you had somebody who just has a little bit more knowledge than you and like peeking or something like that, right? Like that mm-hmm. could have been the difference between like not trying to put that in your head or anything. No, like no. That. I already like, have it in my head. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it could potentially be the difference between you taking first, right? Yeah. No. And I especially looking
0: back on photos and I'm glad I took all the photos and I still checked in with myself every single day, like however I could. And I know I looked a little bit tighter with the right amount of fullness the night before not show day and you know that's something that I can't take back it is what it is like, but like, exactly why, what were you
1: more full, why were you more full the night before what did you do overnight that changed it like what I mean I I'm sure some part of it was just a little bit of stress um but
0: I think I just I think I over did it a little bit in terms of calories to peak. For my level of conditioning. Like, I ate more, I ate more and more, a little more than I should have. Mm-hmm. And I was maybe on my feet a little bit
1: too much. Yeah. I remember messaging you, and I, and I was just like, don't talk to anyone at check ins. Don't socialize. <laughs> like, do it after. There's time to yeah. run into people after. Like, you don't have to talk to the judges ahead of time. It's not going to change anything. Like they'll see you when, when you're up on stage, like they'll see your name on the list, like just go down, register and go to bed. And like, yeah, no,
0: th- and that part, I I'm happy. I I think I did pretty yeah. well. Like I was so yeah. ready to sleep, but it's like, I know that on my body, I always had this thought in my head that being a taller competitor, I don't want to look stringy or lanky. Yeah. And you guys have seen so. my like check-ins from when I was at my depleted, like I was too st- like skinny looking so I know I needed to fill up but I think I might have just pushed it a little too much
1: and just yeah. also, lost a little like, bit
0: of that definition
1: you are more muscular than most tall girls so like
0: and I noticed that even looking at yeah. my you know national photos
1: yeah
2: so like you're fine I
0: think
1: yeah.
2: you're. I mean I didn't see you in person but from pictures um I thought your conditioning looked especially yeah. now with the it's way better. that it's going yeah um but it was better but just like like I said if I could point to
0: right under my glutes right there I'd be like one more pound leave yeah yeah but it doesn't work
2: like that naturally anyways it doesn't work like that enhanced either unfortunately yeah no um you see you see some stuff but yeah I don't think it's
0: the same (laughs)
2: Yeah, I mean, you can push the conditioning a little bit hard, but you can't point on a spot and choose it. No, no, you cannot. So, I
0: and I, I truly learned that you know when it comes to peaking, don't stress over the peak if you're not hundred percent conditioned enough. Because anyone who's going to nationals, especially for the first time, just know everyone's going to be conditioned. Like they might not be muscular enough, but probably they're all going to be conditioned because either they did a show before this and they're only getting leaner coming up into the national show or their coaches are just like hey this is nationals you're going to be conditioned enough or you're not going yeah because there really is no point so I knew that that being the softest on stage it does stand out and even though I still had I think probably the best front pose on stage I was really happy with it but I knew from the back I was going to look soft compared to those girls
2: Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit more, um, density in the muscle as well, I think will really help you. So like, I think next season, I think it'll be just the combination with a little bit more like density in the muscle. And then with a coach as well, I think Mm -hmm. that you'll, I think you'll nail it. I really do.
0: That's what really we're trying to do. Like I'm, I never want to think about do I need a little more hamstring again <laughs> trust me <laughs> yeah. every time I'm like crying training hamstrings I'm like you know what <laughs> we're not gonna get that feedback again
2: <laughs> so like with all of that being said I know that you haven't announced your coach and we're not like pushing you to do that but do you have a coach in mind and when will you kind of come together with them
1: yeah that's what I am gonna ask
2: oh
0: yeah no I do have someone in mind for sure um and I don't I I would love honestly I think it's super valuable to have a coach in your off season like I do see that I recognize the value in it oh, yeah. I just know I can't make it happen at this exact time in this year but ongoing hopefully from next year I'll be able to do that too but I'm hoping to start prep maybe around March again and hopefully start with him then
1: so it is him (laughs) that's all I'm gonna say one thing that I would say like when you're coach shopping is I remember going to my first national show and I I met a bigger name coach and I really liked them I liked everything they had to say we talked for a long time and I was like wow I could actually really see myself working with this person and it was like in my head I was like that's like that's the coach for me and then mm-hmm. I went to my national show and I met a different one and it was the same. I was like, wow, I really like them. And so I know that you haven't talked to too many coaches in person. So even if you really think you have your mind set on this coach, what I would do is like interview a couple other coaches first and then get an idea of like everything they say, all of their approaches and the kind of questions they ask you and you ask them and then interview that original coach that you had in mind because it might open up your eyes to some things because there's a lot that uh yeah i don't know i guess that would just be like my approach just to like really be sure because it is a huge huge commitment you know
2: yeah i think that's good advice especially for like maybe some newer competitors or yeah somebody like who hasn't done any coach shopping before I think that's pretty good advice yeah yeah, yeah I, a- I believe
0: it does have to be someone who you can connect oh. with on a personal <laughs> level as well like it's yeah. not you have, to,
2: you have to yeah yeah I've had yeah. a coach where we like personality wise like we did not get along and it was really really difficult and it just it just doesn't work in the long mm-hmm. run mm-hmm. My
1: coach I was with for five years and like he was like a best friends like family it almost felt like you know um and so I like I'm really grateful for that relationship yeah 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 and I think it it should be like that for me and
0: I need I still am aware of my methods and I know that I'm the kind of person I will probably do best on a macro plan versus a meal plan and if there's a coach that only does meal plans that's maybe a check that I can't I can't go through with right. So, yeah, I, I I definitely will take your advice and you know chat with some more people. But mm-hmm. I I think one benefit to volunteering at a lot of shows is I get to meet a ton of coaches.
1: Yeah, it's so I nice.
0: feel that you know I've already kind of made that personal connection. Where I'm like, yeah, you know I could I could truly see myself working with this person. Their mm-hmm. athletes are really doing well, and I'm yeah, like you can you can see that stuff. So it's it's yeah. cool that I I've had as much connection in this industry
1: as I've got the past couple years yeah hey um what was your just because we've got a few more questions to ask you but what was your go-to um refeed slash cheat meal during prep and then also did you have a specific approach to refeeds and stuff throughout prep
0: Mm -hmm. I mean Ashley knows (laughs) I know I think I might know
1: your answer but I mean it's
0: always going to (laughs) be Like I love, well, that's one of them. Anyways, I do love a good chicken curry. It just hits and I know it's going to digest well because I eat that a lot in off season is just chicken rice and lots of spices. And usually the extra, you know, extra fats and all the good stuff in there just really hit.
1: And that are the extra fats like coming from butter or coconut oil or like how do you make them? Because you usually make your own, don't you? Or or like on cheat meals, do you like splurge and... No, no, it's
0: way better in my experience. Actually, we recently found a really good like Indian place near us, but usually it's better when we cook it. Um, But yeah, usually there's um, a little more fat just because when you're on prep, there's not much. So like a little bit more um, grapeseed oil, like in the actual gravy and then uh, coconut milk is usually our go-to for like making it nice and creamy rather than cream,
1: (laughs) Oh, I we can't it. wait for you to make us curry by the way.
0: Yeah, that's that's happening for sure. <laughs> Hopefully it sounds good to you guys and make it nice and warming for the the cold weather ahead. That's great. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. so I do have a special spot in my heart for curry, but honestly sometimes like you guys also know download chicken sandwich, like a good fried <laughs> chicken sandwich hits. <laughs>
1: yeah she's always got these chicken sandwiches yeah, and like, you and your Popeyes yeah. <laughs> yeah oh dude yeah it's just <laughs> it I think looks for better, me I know it's as well other. I'm sorry no, go ahead I was just gonna say that like those down low chicken sandwiches I don't even eat fried like I don't even think I've ever eaten KFC in my life or Popeyes chicken I don't know but anyway like it looks so good and that's all I have to say it's like you it might need good. one of those yeah <laughs> yes, um yes, any yes. the most ridiculous chicken sandwich I've ever seen in my life
0: yeah for anyone who doesn't know it's it's like a Nashville style like a spicy chicken sandwich and they just pile it super high and it's just a looks like it's bigger than your head and I think it's the extra crunch and the extra salt that just really hits in prep oh <laughs> yeah I but it's got. You know it's it it not really, it's gonna digest well right so I think the best refeed is something you've you know, you've eaten before, you felt okay after it, you know, you have a great pump the next day. And yeah, it, I I wouldn't go ahead and try it to incorporate sweets or anything on a refeed. Like it's just not conducive to your goals.
1: So yeah. yeah. I was allowed to have like a cup of sorbet or like an extra piece of fruit if I wanted with my like refeed meals with my first coach. And like, I would usually go for the extra piece of fruit because I love fruit but yeah like sugary stuff is too hard on the stomach
2: oh I can't say the same honestly <laughs> I know, I when, know I a, when I have a refeed man donuts they just hit and not that I had any refeeds my last prep but mm. when I actually was allowed to have refeeds um yeah donuts man I would crush like six donuts and oh. I would always have McDonald's and the next day like oh my my body loved it. Oh yeah. Mine wouldn't. So there you go. <laughs> it's, I think it's
0: really individual and yeah, okay. definitely eat what makes you like look and feel good the next day. Those yeah, donuts yeah. would not agree with me. Like I'd be looking like
2: eight months pregnant, probably. <laughs> it won't be good. All right, Gabby. Well, we will wrap this up, but one last question. What would you say? you're like most proud of your overall package from your last preps or shows oh I love that incorporate the title in there (laughs) um for
0: overall package I both of my shows this year I got feedback on my overall package and it was really really good like I had both head judges just say your suit color your hair color your tan not my first show tan my second show tan just everything was what they wanted like even the proportions they were super happy with and that was huge for me because i had previous you know judges saying oh like maybe try and avoid more of like a not a greeny suit try and choose a different color but i just incorporated more blue stones this time and it was perfect and then my hair was a little bit less Bleach blonde a little bit more natural blonde and that really hit on stage so just hearing Mm -hmm. the overall package was what the judges were looking for was a major win for me because it wasn't quite that in the past and then the other detail is of course you guys are going to know about posing um there were crazy improvements this year and as always there's going to be more like you always need to improve more but i was super happy with you know how much taller i was standing and not bending over as much in my back pose and just really looking more balanced and yeah I I know I can still make more improvements there but I'm I'm happy with them so far
2: yeah you looked great and your posing looks so good too nice flow it's like patient and elegant love it too slow sometimes
0: (laughs) or walking (laughs) I'm honestly I'm gonna work on my walk a lot more still because that's the hardest part for me Um, Yeah it's the hardest part for a lot of people I think so especially yeah. when you're tall like I never wear heels guys so even putting them on for show is ridiculous so yeah, yeah we're practicing in the walk a lot more because I want it to be that you know next time on my next show will probably be natural nationals again and I want to step on stage saying look I I belong you know I belong in the top I'm going to win my class and I want to win my pro card like I want that so yeah <laughs> We're not gonna. We're not gonna stop till we get there.
2: <laughs> Good. Oh gosh, it's so well, we yeah, it's exciting. We are so proud of you, and we love you, and mm-hmm. we are your biggest cheerleaders. So we're so excited for you.
0: You guys are for real every step of the way. I'm super bummed that you weren't able to be at my show, Ash, but I also mm-hmm. understand that Russ
2: was important. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so bad. <laughs> no, I have the same love for the weekend. So you know, you I understand. I I, I I get that you understand. So I appreciate yeah. that.
1: Yeah. But oh, yeah, yeah. oh that you went to a concert that's right I went to Russ you went to the uh, concert yeah. Yeah. yeah I went <laughs>
2: to see Russ I I was yeah. front row a few feet so okay. yeah well her, her, her other husband see. you know
1: yeah <laughs> hey so yes we're so excited um and then one thing that we can all just get really excited about is that Olympia is in two days oh
2: god I can't wait
1: Oh. okay
2: funny enough i'm i'm like literally debating moving my move date just
1: to watch the olympia okay. <laughs> and we are supporting it <laughs> wait a minute when is this episode coming out they're going to be listening to this after the olympia is happening no oh yeah that's right that's right yeah. We're
0: but they'll know how excited we are
1: that's what I said olympia just <laughs> happened it was great go back yes. and listen to our olympia i can't We're- believe
2: who won go listen to our last episode which is the Olympia
1: recap yes yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah but actually though we're literally so excited to watch it oh my god I know mm-hmm. that's, and, like, I mean, that's I, keeping me going guys for next yeah. year same, we've, same. Got, we've got bets on who's gonna win so well not bet but whatever
0: yeah we should have a bet Popeye's chicken sandwich okay <laughs> oh yeah oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm down okay.
2: all right ladies well Thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Overall Package Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Overall Package Podcast. And I am Astronaut Fit.
1: I'm Allison Ann Fitness.
0: And I'm Gabrielle Follietta. Thank you for listening to my story today. I really appreciate it.
1: We love you. We love yeah. Love hey. You too. Bye. Bye.